0: You are listening to a piece of the Salacin.10 Podcastarium. You are listening to a piece of the Salacin.10 Podcastarium.
1: Community and society designed to treat you if you're a female, if you're a male, just because of how you dress, and that's how you are just formed since child. You know, you know, so so that's why I say how do we as a community or ecosystem empower females? That's why I said not women, but baby girl, you know, children at high school at that stage to be more inclusive. But for me, it's generally how to be more inclusive, regardless if you're transgender and you're it doesn't matter. But just for today's topic, it's just email. Yeah. You know, maybe you can just watch. Voice Boys dolls, that so that's already you think the change the to the doll. wrong? Good little girl, aren't you, Sophie? Look, what does it say? Sweet dreams, sweet dreams. Ooh. I you
2: actually that Sophie is Edward. Ah! Well, does that change
1: anything? I maybe thought, oh, this is a little girl, so I have to give a little girl things. Hello. 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 What's
0: this one? What's that one do? Is that a robot? What about this? Oh, you like that one? What does this one do? Oliver, Oliver.
2: You've gone for—you could say—boy toys for the boy. Possibly, possibly in my subconscious, but t- for me, I was just going for what was around me. But hoped my subconscious was automatically playing a trick on me. Though. If I tell you
3: that he is actually a girl.
0: Really? Yes. Oh wow, that's really interesting. I suppose it's because of the stereotype. And then that changed your behaviour yeah, towards did. the child. It did.
4: And your behaviour was no quite directive.
0: One, two, three. Ah. <sighs> beep 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 beep. You want to see my robot? I just pick the robot the
2: car? The puzzle
1: game. I think it's just much more physical.
2: really astounded me because I thought that I was somebody that had a really
1: open mind.
3: Surprise! and um, so I automatically went from the, the pink, pink fluffy toy because to I as a girl, so, so I was sort of stereotyping.
1: I've always thought I was rather more open minded than that and I would think, you know, these children's toys, whatever
0: the gender. It will make me think uh, the next time I'm with the child, so you make my niece and my nephew, to make sure that I am actually being sort of fair <laughs> and equal with all of them uh, and just giving each child an opportunity to just be whoever they are. How do you find a video? I mean, in, in some ways, it's
1: kind of unfair for the
2: parents because they stage the whole thing. They trap them into... Decision-based Yeah, and then to make that decision. But, you know, I don't blame those adults just now, yeah. for the things they did because it's a rule of thumb. It's a heuristic thing. Um, everybody does it. Uh, we don't think too much when we make a decision. When we are used to something, we use our experience, things that we already sort of find shortcuts. Yeah, you don't go to step by Correct. step.
1: So it's, it's like a subconscious. Thing. So,
2: yeah, so um, to say that they are stereotyping someone might not be completely fair because what they're doing is more mostly like a heuristic thing, rule of thumb. So um, I mean I understand they are doing the stereotype, at the same time the stereotype doesn't come because they are racist, or they have some kind of... We're not talking about races, we okay, racism. like, bias towards a particular gender, okay. it's just that they are used to it. They are grown up to become, to think in such a way. So, I kind of not agree to the video, because it's kind of staged, and then, um, you know. And I think the video actually is actually
3: just to show that subconsciously, yeah. we are performing like Are you thing, and make a subconscious decision that we should yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. I mean, I get what the video is
0: trying to do, but there's a difference between oh, we know. should not be playing with you know with voice words kind of thing. It's, there's a difference between uh, you know making assumptions based on your own conversation, diet your own experiences versus actually you know uh, uh denying opportunities based on yeah, things the focus
2: should it. be like stigmas or stereotypes that deny other people opportunity. I mean mm-hmm. the stereotypes
0: the stereotypes are a natural way of life. it's the brain's way of of, of simplifying how you process external information. But there is a there, there is a point in that where stereotypes are are beneficial in terms of helping us process information, and there are points in that where stereotypes are harmful in the way that we uh, unfairly treat uh, certain individuals or certain groups. So I, I think in in this case, while I understand what the video is trying to do, I think they sort of went into the angle of all stereotypes bad, and that maybe not the best message, because at the end of the day, none of these you know none of these
1: to recognize what snap judgments have we made, have we been making, and how can we change that sort of anxiety like All of us make unconscious biases, and oh, not much is but any other things as well. And we have to be shown, it's not about agreeing or disagreeing with the video, but it's just to show all of us make snap judgments. Uh,
3: I'm just super curious, is anybody here <laughs> meditate? Ish? Ish? depends on the definition. <laughs> <solution? laughs> okay, so, so you trying for five minutes. Well, uh <laughs> uh so kind of like more regularly i suppose Just, so, uh, i want to point a little bit or draw a little bit of attention to this idea of unconscious bias right and it firstly i want to say that nobody's doing anything wrong right people who are everybody's unconsciously biased and and by by behaving on your unconscious bias you're not doing anything wrong but you're behaving in the sort of normal way as it were. The standards, your, your, exactly. You're operating on median, as it were. But much like, I, I like to think of it as, as uh, meditation. You are observing yourself. You're observing how you think when you meditate, and in, in large part, sometimes people don't take enough time to observe how they think about others. How they, they don't take time to observe their unconscious bias. So there. You know, like if you google unconscious bias exercises there's uh, a, a number of, of um, uh, just simple resources on how you can kind of observe your unconscious bias much like there are resources for you to learn how to meditate even if you've never done it before right? and you'll realise that how you do things when you meditate when you observe yourself being unconsciously biased it changes I think at the end of the day, I think the key
1: takeaway I to share is actually just to be mindful or aware that there are minorities, particularly, you know, and say, industrial, industrial, that some views are not being heard of. That's it. And just being aware of even our body language. Sometimes I have experienced this myself. I never experienced this before until only recently, where, you know, I sat down with a meeting with corporate high level, like, the whole mm. people are just males, you know, in, in suits and coats, and it's somehow I will feel I'm being invisible just because I'm the minority. I have not felt like this
0: before. Mm. So But, but I mean, the point I is that the more the right. less time you spend on household chores, the more time you can go for
1: these things. So it's also being aware in your house, like who are the ones doing the child, who are the ones are the you know, uh they can tell the elderly, the children, like all these things. Like share them with them so that she can also go to these things. She may have a very
0: big response. Why is Maybe that's the reason why. I agree. I agree with you. My No, she's not. She's not. Don't blab, she's not to like my message.
4: She's now doing the house show, okay? Okay, thank you very much. Uh, uh, again, there are stuff there. You guys want to nominate, vote, or pop out? It's okay. Uh, if you guys want another session, there's another room over there, you guys can fuck out to go give another session. But uh, up next we actually have Aizato who uh board of our book yeah, yeah. Board. Alumnus. Alumnus. And uh, jumping off it's gonna be a bit more introspective. So I think this is a great lead table,
5: right? I think yeah. this is a great lead up to what I'm actually going to discuss. So I think there were some great keywords from the discussion. Um, empathy, reflection, subconscious. Um, observing what you think and I think this is definitely what leads up to that as well. So during this whole process, whatever judgments you have, maybe you should be observing your judgments as well. Um, I'll be observing your thoughts. So leading up to this, um, my question for all of you is you know what are the quest- what are the questions you guys are asking your- you, everyone, I hope you don't mind me using guys is using yourself uh, asking yourself to move your move yourself forward. So the way I look at this is, how does a software engineer do soul-searching? Um, let's begin. So, there are a few quotes. Um, and I think a lot of us look at the importance of questions. Um, this is Elon Musk. Once you figure out the question, then the answer is relatively easy. I came to the conclusion that really, we should aspire to increase the scope and scale of human consciousness in order to better understand the questions to ask. What are we doing to increase the scope of human consciousness? That is the question I ask you. Um, Tony Robbins, the quality of your questions determines the quality of your life. What questions are you coming up with? And last one, Douglas Adams. Um, So once you do know what the question actually is, you know what the answer means. So maybe where we should begin is really with the question, and then we'll find the answers. Um, This is Ray Dalio. Uh, Ray Dalio is the the founder of Bridgewater Associates, it's the fifth largest private company in the US. Um, great questions are a much better indicator of their future success than, than great answers. So throughout this, think about the questions you are asking and maybe even go fully meta. Why are you even asking those questions? Um, so a little bit about me. I'm um, Isaac. I, uh, I used to work at Facebook. I was there from June 2010 to June 2016. I saw, so these are the two original. Uh, Facebook Malaysia people. They, Facebook acquired a Malaysian company back in early 2010, January 2010, and I joined in June 2010. Um, and that is the last picture before I left uh, in US. So Facebook has been a huge part of my life. I got to ride this amazing rocket ship, be part of this amazing IPO. Um, I saw and contributed to Facebook growing from 400 million users to two billion monthly active people. Um, and I know I've actually contributed on its growth. I moved countries because of it. It was a huge part of my identity. A lot of people uh, I know here from before know me as uh, someone at Facebook, and other people that identified me as someone from Facebook. So I wanna highlight what a huge part of my life it's been. Um, it's given me financial freedom. It allows me to be unemployed. I am super grateful for that. Um, and then I left. Uh, I left in June 2016. But before I left, I asked the question. Facebook gave me a handsome salary, um, really great rewards. But do I stay or do I leave? I think at the end of the day, that is a lot of questions we ask ourselves. Do I stay in this job or do I leave? Do I stay in this relationship or do I leave? Do I stay? Do I fight the big fight or mm-hmm. do I exit? And when, if you didn't, even if you choose one of those questions, what is the reason you choose those questions? And that is. What happened when I was leaving Facebook? Um, I was starting to get really burned out. Um, but Facebook was such a huge part of my identity. But the burnout was much stronger. And in the end, I decided to leave. And it's been a very, very beneficial for me um, in the last year. But then the next question is, when work was all-consuming for me, I did. when I was at my peak, I did from 8 a.m. till 10 p.m. But what next? When this huge chunk of time is gone, there's this huge void to fill it up. What do I do next? That was my existential crisis at the time. Facebook was my identity. Um, so, you know, at that point, I left in June 2016, goalless, aimless, purposeless, directionless, lost, everything. and I'm sure most of you have felt that uh, along the way in whatever part of your life you've been in. Um, a huge loss of identity for me. So, who am I? Who am I if I'm not a Facebooker? what was my identity. That was something I had to sort of figure out, sort of remember who I was in all of this. Um, Ironically, Pokemon Go was released in July 2016. I wonder if any of you remember the opening line of the theme song?
3: That's correct. I want to be the very best that ever was, like no one
5: was before. No one ever was before. And that was very enlightening for me because When I flipped it into a question, what do I want to be the very best at? I thought that was very interesting because that gave me a goal, it gave me a direction, it gave me something to work towards. At that point, I really had nothing to look towards, nothing to work towards, because in a way I had financial freedom. I don't need to work, why would I work? Um, If I'm not gonna work, what else should I do? What can I progress on? So I started looking at this um, as a craftsman. What can I be better at? Yeah. And then, so this became a list of, this question became a list of questions eventually. Okay. Resolution's bad. It became a spreadsheet of questions and just as a way for me to analyze my thought processes, understand those unconscious biases that I might have. Um, and eventually in 2016, 2016, sorry. All right. So September 2016, I came back to Malaysia for about five months Um, and I started asking people the questions I was asking myself because I was trying to understand myself through the process. So there are these three questions that I usually go through. The first one is, what do you want to be the very best at? Because that tells me a goal, a direction, it gives you something to work towards. So when you are in limbo or you're paralyzed, you know that, hey, this is what I want and what am I going to do to get there? The second question is, what would you teach our children? I like this question because to me, um, actually I'm going to go back a little bit. Uh, what do you want me to do be very best at? Uh, hold on, what is the anecdote I want to say here? Oh yes, yeah. so the anecdote here is, as I started asking and talking to people, um, there was a trend. Uh, specifically women in Penang, who were in Penang, or who were KL, all over the place, they said what they, uh, what they said was, They want to be the very best mom. And that was interesting for me. I was like, huh. that is very fascinating. What if we had data across the world? What are the trends that we could see? The second question I ask is, what would you teach your children? I like this question because it tells me what are the life lessons you have learned that you want to pass down to your children? Have you actually consciously thought about what are the biggest lessons you have learned and want to pass down? The third question for me is what would your wedding vows be? For those of you who are not married or who don't even have children, you probably don't think about these things. But the idea is if you think about these things now, you see what your thoughts are going to be. Uh, I want to rewind back. So what would you teach about your children? So I had this one fascinating conversation, two fascinating conversations. One was um, my friend said, I would like to teach my children tolerance because Malaysia has so many cultures and so many races, we should be more tolerant of each other. But I was like, wait, so, um, is tolerance really the right word we should be using here? Wouldn't um, admiration or acceptance be a better word? Because tolerance is more putting up with other people, where we should really be admiring the differences in the cultures. And he was like, yeah, you well, know, I was like, you're completely correct. Admiration is what I was looking for. Um, and so that simple choice of changing the word really changes your perspective. Um, the second, second anecdote to this was I asked, a lady, and she was like, you know what I would teach my children? I would get them a little plot of land, I'll get them seeds. The seeds will bear fruit, um, they'll take the fruits to the market, they'll sell the, um, they'll sell the fruits at the market, and, you know, they'll make money. This will teach them to be independent, this will teach them to make something from nothing, this will teach them to be, um, yeah, how to sell, and I was like, wow, at this first of the moment, that was a really amazing answer, and I think this really teaches you the values uh, that you want to bring to you, that you want to teach your children. The third question is I have have is what are your wedding vows? What have you learned in all your relationships that you would promise your partner? Um, That is a, yeah, what are your wedding vows? Besides the till death do us part, have you actually thought about all the life lessons you've learned? Um, So yeah, I mean, like how many of you have actually thought about these things prior to me bringing up, um, well, I've talked to you before, <laughs> yeah. cool, very cool. So why, okay, why well, I like these questions, they tell me a lot about a person. They tell me what your values are, or maybe even if you haven't thought about it, it tells me what's important to you. Well, they asking that generic question, what is important to you? Because I feel that's a very canned answer. This provides you a different perspective from many angles on how to look at this. Um, And along the way, people, so back in September 2016, along the way people asked me to join their startup. You know what, I really didn't want to work on anything. I don't care about transportation, don't care about food delivery, (laughs) cryptocurrency, digital wallets, um, Uber for X, whatever X may be, lingerie or whatnot. Um, Because to me at the time it seemed like a lot of very shallow pursuits, with a few exceptions. Um, meditation, psychotherapy, or counseling. I was really looking at the bigger problem that we should be all looking inside, is the fears, insecurities, vulnerabilities. Because um, I feel once you solve your internal problems, who the hell really cares about food delivery, right? What, these, these are just really first world problems. Um, the real problems are the ones you have inside, that you know, the ones that you're not really facing or avoiding. Um, so the software engineer in me asked, how do I scale this without building this? It's <laughs> um, <'cause, laughs> <right>. Facebook <for laughs> culture. Uh, culture. Yeah, how do I scale this? I'm a software engineer. So Quora. Quora is a great QA and a platform, uh, asking the world questions. Mine is more about asking. So it's two different models. Quora is asking the world questions. Mine is asking yourself a question. Um, but Quora, the questions are also very broad all over the place. It's, it's a crap. Um, community is different, it's very technical, one line answers. I noticed they also merge similar questions, which has pros and cons. The pro is, it might be easier to find similar answers, but the cons is, different words have different meanings to people. When I asked, my friend was talking about having very deliberate thought, doing things very deliberately. The word I use is intentional. When I do what I do, I try to be very intentional about it. I don't try to be as reactive. Um, I think about my process, he uses the word deliberate, Um, I'm restricted to Quora's development and in the last year since i looked at this, Quora has not changed at all, Um, and in Quora they usually put your title there, like I was the founder of this and that, (laughs) I think the title is unnecessary, Um, I think it puts you, it tries to make yourself more bigger than who you are, um, and that's something I don't really want to do. Ask Reddit, very great place, Um, but a lot of shallow answers, some very random crap, um, (laughs) isn't all about questions you ask yourself, it's not categorized, searching speed, and it's Reddit. We know there's trolls. Um, There's pitchforks and trolls and monsters and beasts there. It's a terrible, it can be a great and a terrible community at the same time. Um, School Life, this is a very popular YouTube channel as well, but Mm -hmm. it's very soundbite. And it's not about you asking yourself questions. It's a real instant gratification, quick hit. Like, all right, what is the? Why do old friends matter? Uh, why do? How to stop nagging and start teaching? It's very good sound bites, but I want to go deeper than sound bites. Sound bites are too surface level, uh, and the comments are not useful at all. So, yeah. yeah. So I made my site. Uh, what guiding, And it's a lot of text, a lot of TLDR. Um, too long didn't read, and this is it. I've Uh, I I have more to show later, but yeah, so I made a site where I categorized all my, I've added questions, I've added my own answers, I've added topics, Uh, you can group questions together, and so as of yesterday I counted this, I've now at 30,000 questions I've manually entered, with about 1,006 answers, most of them are mine, about 88, 89%, about over 243 topics and 37 users, so one thing I want to do is increase the engagement. Um, what else is next? Oh yeah, so, uh, so I've been doing this for the last year. I've been working on this site for the last year, adding questions. Um, this is a bit long, but working on the site for last year, adding questions, uh, adding my own answers. And it's been a very interesting outcome out of all of this. It's a really been a process of getting to know myself better, getting to know your biases better, getting to know how your strengths can become a weakness as well. Um, it's been also a process of affirmation. I did not expect that. Um, but it's been a process of, depending on the question, when the question begins with, can I achieve this? And if you answer yes to that, it becomes a process of affirmation. Um, it becomes a process of self-examination, I think that's before. And it's definitely improved my vocabulary in the last year. There are days where I could just you know, sit around on a particular topic, like sacrifice. I have decided to come back to Southeast Asia. I am sacrificing my career in U.S. I got paid a handsome salary there um, to be back here, and I had a huge problem with sacrifice. I wanted it all. Don't we want it all? We want to be home, but we want to be in U.S. Um, and sacrifice was a huge topic in my head. So one day I just kind of just sat down, thought of the different questions, and it really gave felt a lot more comfortable because the problem was I looked at sacrifice in a way that was black and white. You either have one or you have the other, but maybe, you know what, maybe we can have a little bit of both. Um, One word that was brought up earlier was empathy. I think the better we know, we understand ourselves, the better we understand other people. The better questions we ask ourselves, we can use that vocabulary to also better understand other people. It's improved my thought processes. It's given me a playbook, and I'll show you some examples later. It's given me a playbook where I can go back, review what I've done, And so, yeah, use that as a reminder. The answer's now around me. I've been better able to explain my values and what is important to me. What do I want? Um, Empathy, yeah, I'm gonna skip this. Uh, So, in the process of knowing yourself better, so let's say you have a blank canvas. If you have one question and you have one answer, you have a dot. But if you take, let's say even you have 100 answers, you might be able to discern the passions from it. And I think this is very interesting if you apply ML Uh, To it, what can we bring out from it? Um, It's giving me a playbook. So, let's say the question is, how do you start learning something new? So, now as I start doing things, I'm doing a bit more meta and examining. All right, before I do this, let's pause for a second and let's look at this. So, all right, uh, it's hard to read, but it says, before I start something new, learn to learn, um, accept how little you know, take notes, uh, get a subject matter expert, learn the best practices. I think those really help you to accelerate your learning. Um, yeah. uh, er, er, it gives me reminders of what I want. I've gone back and looked at the things I want, and it's like, wait a minute, this is I remember this, but I just completely forgot it. Um, it's a bit very interesting uh, And I think the other thing for me is, because I've been categorizing all the topics, I can do a merging of the topics together. So what did you managed, what did you merge Marriage and sacrifice. So I have my friend here answering answer to the question, "What have you sacrificed for marriage?" And he says, you "No." Know, he says, i never really feel that I've sacrificed anything for my marriage," which is, you know, great for him. Um, but it's really, yeah, it's been very interesting process to me. So my goal is, I want to help. I want your help to increase engagement. Uh, this is a very difficult task because I'm asking a lot of people to do the things they don't normally do. Um, I'm asking them to look inside yourself, ask yourself questions. I'm asking this is about, this is not, this is not um, oh, what's that site called again? Uh, this is not a <coughs> listicle. You know, there's not 10 things you should do to improve your life. Must um, <laughs> be. that's the word, this is not a buzzfeed. Uh, it's not something shallow, it's actually asking you to do something harder. Unfortunately, right now, everything is public. Um, I would like to build a, a private feature, but a bit uh, busy to do that, but, it's asking you to do something public, it's asking you to look at yourself and be public about it. Um, very, very difficult things. So what I'd like to help with is to increase engagement, take a look and maybe you can find something too, um, useful for yourself um, and share your answers. Uh, that's that's pretty much it for myself. Um, so a little bit of trivia, I'm do any of you know where the name DeepHot comes from?
0: Yeah, it's a company.
5: It's Douglas Adams' book, sure. *Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy*. Oh. Good uh, question. In the book, they the book in the book these people want to answer the question to what is the meaning of life, the universe, and everything, and they built a super a supercomputer. Um, they asked the supercomputer the ultimate question. The supercomputer said, "Give me 7.5 million years and come back here." When they came back, um, the answer was. Well, first, the computer's like, Well, I got the answer, but I don't, I don't think you'll like it. Um, but just tell us, tell us what the answer is. Um, the answer is, drum roll, 42.
4: Uh,
5: yeah, so that is where the name comes from. Figure uh, it out. Sorry. <laughs> right, so that, that's, Thought is the name of the computer. So even if you're not answering questions, I think the most important part to you is to start seeding your mind. Um, it's a bit of a long quote. Uh, Rainer Maria Wright was a poet, and she's asking you to be aware of the question at least. Be conscious of the question, because you may not have the answer now, but the answer will come to you sometime in the future, and without even noticing it, you'll have the answer. Um, yeah, and that's really, that's the work I've been doing. i love to get more people involved in it. Um, yeah, that's it
4: for me. Woo! Yeah, sometime, can I ask, what's the hardest question you have in What's well, hard? Hard is
5: relative to person. I you know. know. Yeah. <laughs> what's hardest to you? Hmm. What's the hardest for me? Um, right now. Yep. Uh, yeah. I guess the hardest questions usually comes to admitting weaknesses, admitting vulnerabilities, admitting your own faults and mistakes. Um, you know. All of us like to present ourselves out there—that we're confident, that we're strong, that um, you know, that we're whatever we are. And I think the hardest questions usually involve asking yourself: Are you weak, or are you afraid? Um, and actually, taking a look—and what are you afraid of? Um, are you afraid of death? I think might be a very interesting one. Have you thought of the concept of death? I think once you put death into an equation, the equation the the thing variables change very rapidly. Um.
4: Yeah. Sure. Sure.
5: Yeah. Everyone can ask questions. And Why Facebook? What? Why did he Facebook? I was burned out. Uh, I was. Couldn't you take a break? Ah. So now here's the interesting thing. Everything <laughs> you see and hear about Facebook isn't the same as what <laughs> is inside. Uh, because of my burnout, I, for my last performance review, I gotta meet most expectations which isn't a meets all. And that fucked me over. Um, because I was there longer than five years, my one-month paid leave was denied. They, they prevented that for me. I'm like, what the hell, I've been here for six years, and this is how you treat me? Um, yeah, there's a bunch of other reasons as well. Yeah. Any other questions? Also, I think that one thing to think about is also, Facebook is a giant. It is. As of this year, it's 30,000 employees. I joined when it was 2,000 employees. It is not the, in a lot of ways, it is not the same company that I joined. Uh, When I joined Facebook, people were more passionate about it. Uh, You know, the mission was very important. And it's just two different kinds of people. Nowadays, people join because of the perks, the job, and that's fine, but it's just a different group of people. So what's what's your aim really for? Kind of thing, it's not a game. Uh, I, well, my first problem is I don't know how to monetize it, so I'm not going to try. Uh, a, it's, it's, it's my own. Uh, personally, it's just been my... the most important thing has actually just been for myself. It's a tool I built for myself um, to sort of just self-analyze my own thoughts. Um, and, you know, it's available out there for other people to use. So I think that's the best part about this is even if nobody else uses it, I will still use it, and that is beneficial for
3: me. Yeah. I have a question in two parts. What is the worst question to ask on a date,
5: yeah. and what's the best on your thirty thousand questions? Yes. sure. So I know, questions? That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's best. not a question. I've <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a BuzzFeed. What's the question in
3: there got the most
5: engagement? It's very few engagement. Uh, because the numbers are so little, really, what is five answers? That's nothing. Um, so, I mean, that's my goal is hopefully to build engagement and to get it out. I think what might actually be interesting, though, is possibly looking at, uh, let's exit, full screen. Uh, oh, that's a terrible solution. Is to look at let's say uh, topics and maybe the popular topics. Well, unfortunately, it's also very biased because I am the majority. I am the old. I contribute uh, majority of the answers. Uh, so besides the common what, how, when, or why, uh, feelings, wants, not has, yourself, enjoyments, and work. Ah, I spend a lot of time on work as well because. So last, uh, I left in June. I left Facebook in June, twenty sixteen. I found a new job in US in June 2017, I was there only for four months, Um, it was not the right place for me, and during those four months I really spent a lot of time asking myself, um, you know, questions around work, Uh, am I effective, because at that job I really didn't feel effective, why am I not being effective, Um, This one I'm asking myself right now is why am I not ready for work, so right now I'm actually I have had this cough for about three months, my mouth is really dry, my thinking is impaired, and maybe I should not really be trying to find work, maybe I should just take a break. Um, this is a thought of my own, and yeah, so like, why do you work harder than everyone else? Um, and that's a question I've been asking myself, um, yeah, so work was very important for me because the kind of person I am, I let my work consume me, Because li- but I like it, it's great. It's when I don't like it, it's when it's terrible. Um, um, do, you, do you see additional user engagement as in other people asking questions as well? Well, answers I think is the most important one. Okay. Uh, because I think there's enough questions at the moment. <laughs> uh, by engagement, I mean answers. And that's really the biggest barrier I feel. Questions are very easy to find also.
4: Do you like that too? Actually, like the audience to actually answer some of the questions. Yeah, I mean that's. And yeah, I mean that's my Maybe
5: question. Maybe you should suggest the question. I would go back to the original three. Um, what would you answer? What would you teach your children?
2: Yeah.
5: What do you want to be the very best at? Uh, what would you teach your children? And what would your wedding vows be? Um, in fact, so like I did. Pack- I call it packages. I've been packaging the questions to different things. Things on like Hamilton. Anyone know Hamilton? No. Yes. All right. Uh, Hamilton is a very popular Broadway show. All right, let's forget it. Um, we got a list to close here because someone said so. Idiots. Are you trying to kill two birds with one stone? Um, let's go down. Tuesdays with Maury. Moana, wicked. Uh, but it's really been giving me a way to sort of look at things. Like, you know, when you, when you go to Moana, the song is How Far Will I Go or something. So if you ask yourself the question, how far will you go? Uh, Primal Leadership was an HBR article, Uh, Fundamental State of Leadership was by uh, Peter Drecker, like one of the people who really created um, management consulting, Um, what else do we have here? So yeah, I've just been putting things together to look at stuff. It's been very interesting to be self-reflective about all these things. Yeah, if you want to begin, I'll just begin with the first three, Um, because I think having a goal in mind is very important. It gets you motivated, it
4: gets you to do things. Um, Yeah, that's it. Can I open one question? Sure. My favorite question. All right. Uh, What's one thing that uh, you believe in but you cannot prove? Ah, yes, you mentioned that. What's one thing that you believe in but you can't prove? I have a question. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. <laughs> questions, <laughs> <laughs> questions. That's my problem. <laughs> no, no, no.
2: So, um, because all, a lot of these questions are very subjective. Yeah. It's not like Stack Overflow where you can ask the questions you ask in Stack Overflow is very objective. So yes, you're actually right. So, how do you give the rating? How do you? There's make, a rating. Yeah. How do you determine the question is uh, not based on bias? Uh, what what I the mean is that the quality, of
5: the, question, the, the quality of the answer is not based on bias. The, the, but pulse, the answer will always be a bias. Everyone has bias. Yeah, but... You if, can't run away from that. It's not about... If, it's,
2: if the answer is biased. how do you actually
5: use, use it for yourself? So I think the most important thing in this is actually to give yourself the vocabulary to look at different things, to learn from other people's perspectives. Um, mm-hmm. That, to me, is the most interesting part about it. Yes, all the answers you get are biased, but it's all personal answers. I think that is a uh, default. I no, think the most important thing is here is, do you have, how can I give static. you a vocabulary to think about your own thoughts?
2: Because I'm point to say here is that, once you give an answer, yes. the answer is
5: static. But I mean, you can change it, you can edit constantly it. Changes. Yeah, and that's fine. I think that's something you also need to accept. Yeah. Your values can change, but do you accept that? Right, And I think that's the most beautiful thing about this. If you, if any of you journal, and if you review past journals, like if you look at what you wrote 10 years ago, and it's like, wow, I can't believe I actually said this crap. I think, yeah. right? I think if you can accept that, you can accept that other people could possibly change for the better as well. Um, or you could see yourself in a rut. Like 10 years ago, you said, the same thing you say nowadays. And then you might go to yourself, why the hell? It's been 10 years. I think that is something people don't think a lot about. So I mean, that is something, a uh, feature that is just, well, I mean, if it's a on this day kind of event, you really need to start accumulating these things um, up. Hmm.
0: At the moment, no. I mean, because, I built it myself. Because, I mean, it's. it's no, you're of course, very lovely to have a question answer session, but we have to admit right. there are going to be some genuinely shitty No, you're absolutely right. You're actually right. Someone's
5: going to go, why are you here? And they will regain. No, you're absolutely, right. you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I mean, that is all like a recommendation engine. Right. Um, You're right. I'm just a sole developer. That's And you've done great work Sorry? And you've done really good work so far. I mean, is questions is nothing good. You can't. Sorry? You've done really so far. Thirty thousand so 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 really like
0: like questions is nothing. to
5: Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I think I mean, looking at it from a technical problem, um, there's not enough answers to even make to work on that. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> when there's only one answer, it doesn't it make sense. to the bridge when you get there?
2: Yeah. I, I, I have a suggestion. Sure. Because a lot of these questions are kind of like segregated and they're not related to each other. Yes. I think a lot of questions kind of relate to each other. Yes, they do. OK, so if, if there's a way to find out what questions relate to each other, it might be more No, I think you're you're, you're you're absolutely
5: correct. Um, I mean, let's go to one question here. Um, so at the bottom of it, besides the answers, there is a similar, well, similar answers and other questions here as well. Hmm. Um, Yes, the relation I think there's a lot of strength that can be felt on the relation between different questions. Um, yeah. I I think there's a lot there's a lot of work that can be done. Soul developer, free time, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Woo!
4: Yay! Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we have <coughs> we're gonna the session a bit. Uh, yeah, so uh what so, we have uh, one remote working one, but I do not know who is presenting that, who proposed that topic. Okay, you have the stage, uh, you want to introduce yourself, and et And we have, the fuck is civil hacking, is it? Civic hacking. Civic hacking. Not, you, ex- you guys want to explain a bit what you guys are doing before they decide where they want to choose yeah. Yeah.
0: Pitch!
5: Okay,
2: you want to start first, or you want me to
5: start first? You first, because i know I do. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, um, I'm going to talk about working in a fully remote organisation. So, I got a couple of guys who came up to me and said that we can't make it work. There's something that's stopping
2: us from working. So, I'm here to, I'm here to that hopefully offer some insights on how, how my company did it. So, well, awesome. well, because we focus um, on... Projects that are uh, software development slash technology project
4: and they're prioritized on something to do. To do. So, Can you give an example of like, uh, like one of the cinema projects? So, that example
0: project.
2: Okay, no. uh, So what happens is, uh, let's say you have
3: Again, but also, in between,
4: maybe I'll explain about uh, processes and mm-hmm. how this can fit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. okay. so you guys, both with your feet, choose each session. You want to attend, if you attend a session, halfway, you this is not for me, it's still OK to go and jump to the other session for a is the room. We have
0: hmm. We have a chair, we're going to do this room the rooms are really really tiny. <laughs> that was a piece of the Salasin.10 Podcast area. It is hoped that you have enjoyed it. If you have any issues, please feel free to leave a comment through any of the channels. That was a piece of the Salacin.10 Podcasterium. It is hoped that you have enjoyed it. If you have any issues, please feel free to leave a comment through
4: any of the channels.